Welcome to Kingdom Women on Fire. I am Shayola Little, mother, servant, CEO, and podcast host. I have mastered defeating the enemy, breaking generational curses and sickness of infirmities by the spirit of Jesus Christ, who is the greatest teacher and stronghold over my life. I will be discussing how to overcome life obstacles, growing in divine revelation, and so much more. I will not be putting limits on God and how he chooses to speak through me. I have cultivated a lifestyle of consecration to where I am no longer being bowed by the sins of this world. You will be able to surrender and be the light before men so that our Father in heaven will be glorified. Good morning, everybody. Good evening. Good night. Um, That's whichever part of the world that you're tuning in from. I do thank you for coming back for another episode. Now, let me just go ahead and put this out there. The last episode that I created, which was beginning of sin and evil, evil. After I created this episode... Within not even the same exact day, right, of me creating this episode, the enemy came and attacked my body. The enemy came and attacked my voice. Now, last night, when I went on to do my notes for this episode that I'm about to do, the enemy <laughs> surely attacked my face. Because, you know, is that as soon as I finished my nose, that's when my eyes poked up, right? They started getting big. So, when you're doing something, when you're in the will of God and you're in the alignment of God, <clears throat> just know that spiritual warfare will be your portion. This is why we stay prayed up at all times. This is why we pray over our oil. And, and keep our house um, protected at all times by the blood of Jesus Christ. Plead the blood over your home. But I just wanted to let you all know that. So when I begin to start talking, you'll know why I'm sounding like this, okay? Um, the enemy is not stopping anything. Um, God's message shall go forth. A lot of you don't even know how sin and evil enter into the world. So I thank you for tuning in. Um, We're going to go forth. So let's take a deeper look at Satan, right? Now, (coughs) (coughs) all right, let's take a deeper look in the Bible. (coughs) Excuse me. In the Bible. Satan have many names, right? And these many names are nothing but titles of Satan, right? And so let's back back up right here. How can you be on fire for God, huh? How can you be on fire in a world where you don't know that you're getting spiritual opposition from from a thing, right? How can you be more than a conqueror, right? How can you be this, this, and that, and you don't know 
that the fight that we're fighting is not against flesh and blood. How would you be on fire if you don't know that our fight is with principalities, forces that's in a dark unseen world that we cannot see? So it is until you come into the acknowledgement, right, of the spiritual world, bring it back to the physical, and then you're able to live, right? Okay. Now, these are different titles of Satan. So when I say title, think of it like this. My name is Shayola, but I'm a mother. I'm an author. I'm a podcast host, right? I'm a wife, right? Many of you say I'm not, but my God and my Bible says call things out as though they were, okay? I'm a wife, right? And so these are just many titles of my name. So Satan is the adversary. The devil is a slant. He's slanderous. He's a red serpent. He's crafty. He's venomous, right? He's also translated as a dragon, a fierce and ferocious dragon in the Bible. We all know that he is the accuser of the brethren, right? We also call him Beelzebub. He's the lord of the dunghill. And for many of you that don't know what that is, dunghill is like a pile of flies, right? And so... You can only imagine what a fly do. A fly roam around. You know, a fly will sit on a pile of poop. That's just how nasty your pile, I mean, a fly is, a pest is, right? Oh, my God. I do not like flies in my house, y'all. <laughs> oh. Okay. So, they're nasty. Okay. Um, the enemy is a tempter, Right? He try to lure people into sin. He try to lure people into doing things that God doesn't want them to do. So Satan is a thousand percent against everything that God has created. I'ma just say that. Okay. We also call him the God of this age. He's the prince of this world. And the prince of demons, right? He is the most powerful demon there is. The most powerful one, okay? He is the ruler of the kingdom of air, okay? He is Belial. He's worthlessness. He is the father of lies, especially to those who look up to him and call him their Lord, right? He is the master of deception. We call him Lucifer. He's also the prince of darkness. Now, you guys, Satan has a lot of different titles. There's no way that I can fit them all into this episode, <laughs> right? He go by many things. He try to be so crafty. He try to be so slitherous, right? That he wants to present himself in different forms. But can I tell you that the Bible says that that Satan has no no new tricks up under the sun? It's so great that we have a God that said, hey, everything in the world that you will ever go through, daughter, take heed, take heart, because your father in heaven has already overcome everything in this world. 
right? And so by him saying that is saying that Satan, everything that he tries to do, right, will off rip be dismantled. It will off rip be denied, right? Because he he tries to come into a form of different people. It's the same spirit. How many of you thank you, God? How many of you, right, find yourself into a relationship, right? And you keep constantly bringing up the same men. Hit this now, hit this. The same spirit, but a different body. Hmm. The same exact spirit, but it's coming in a different body. This is the spirit of the enemy. The enemy will try to dress it up and make it appear to be something that it is not. So if you was one that was beaten by a man, that was being womanized um, and manipulated by a man, the enemy, okay, as soon as you let one go, the enemy will send another one that's an even more womanizer, but he just know how to articulate it in a way that the last one did not. Okay, so same same spirit. But a different body. So now we know for sure that the enemy will try to project himself in such a way that he's not coming with nothing new. Uh uh-uh. uh. You're not coming with nothing new, but you're coming with the same old thing. But so it's up to us to 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 figure out the spirit that's in within a person. Okay, especially us singles, okay. Before you start to have sex with this man, please make sure that you're married. Y'all, it took me all of my life to learn this concept. And you know, it seems hard um, than it sounds, but I promise you, you will value a man. I'm not even married yet, but I'm about to be out. I claim that I'm not married yet, but I solely believe. I solely, I firmly believe, right, that we should call those things out, okay? My mind just went blank there. I'm sorry. (laughs) I can't even lie. My mind just went blank there, okay? (coughs) Give me, let me, let me just take a drink break, okay, y'all? Let me just, um. Get something in my throat. Maybe I can get my thought process back. Thank you, God. Okay. Now, for singles, I promise you, you once you court a man, you will begin to learn about this man. Right? You'll begin to be attached to him in all the right reasons instead of all of the wrong reasons, right? Because all of my life, having sex outside of marriage got me nowhere. Uh Uh-huh. Can I tell you that? And for the most one, for the most important one that I've been in, it got me two kids. Hallelujah. I thank God for them. But can I tell you that having sex outside of marriage is like saying, okay, God, 
I'm going to have sex outside of your will. And I'm not saying that not all relationships that's outside of <clears throat> that's outside of marriage is not God ordained because I know I know some people who God just had mercy on, right? And they ended up being together, sleeping together, and then went and got married, okay? Sometimes God's grace will be up on that thing, right? Especially if you're you you met destiny at an early age. Especially if you met that kingdom person, right? But let me tell you, it is so great to court a person before you have sex with that person. Having sex with with a person before marriage will definitely bring on emotions. It will bring on spiritual it will bring on a lot of things, right, to your mind, to your body that was not necessarily supposed to be, right? Let's just keep in mind that God honors covenant, okay? He took me all the way there. Let me get back to my notes, <laughs> okay? So, a lot of you, oh, oh, Jesus, that sounded horrible. A lot of you may say, okay. Now that I know the titles of Satan, what is his job? What do he do? What is he here for, right? So we know in the first episode, I said that Satan wanted to be like God. We all know that the first sin that entered this world was the sin of pride. Pride entered that baby's heart. God bless him. God, I mean, <coughs> pride entered into his heart. Right? He said, I wanted to be God. Right? He said, I don't want them worshiping God. I want people worshiping me. Right? This is how he got kicked out of heaven. So when he got kicked out of heaven, this is how he came, became the prince of the air. Right? This is how. And so, his job, his job, is to make people life hard. His job is to mess with people's beliefs, right? How many of you know that once you believe in a thing, the enemy will send the Antichrist spirit up to you to test your belief, to derail you from your belief. This is why it's important to know God's word and to stay rooted and grounded in his word so that you cannot be moved and bothered by the enemy in this world, right? His job is to possess people. His job is to fill people head with lies. <clears throat> Take me right now, for example. His job is to bring on spiritual warfare, right? And let me tell you, the Bible says he roams around like a roaring lion looking to see, <coughs> looking to see who, <coughs> looking to see who he can devour. He isn't like God. Let me tell you that. Although he may roam around this earth looking to see who he can devour. Can I tell you that he's not omnipotent? He's not omnipresent like God. He may try to be like God, but see, our God, our eternal God 
is a God that can be everywhere in this world because he created this world. He is the God that can be in my house right now, your house right now, third world countries right now. He's all of these places in one time because he's so omnipresent. But the enemy, the enemy cannot be everywhere at one time. He cannot be because he is not all powerful. He is not all knowing. The, the, the enemy do not know everything, right? And so this is where his imps come into play. Uh huh. This is where his cohorts come into play. This is where his people, uh huh, the, the third of the heaven that got kicked out with him, this is where his people come into play. I seen a video one time, y'all, and the enemy was literally in hell, right? He was literally sending um, his amps out. He was like, go, go out into the earth. Go out and break up um, families. Go out and tell more lies. If you do it, I'll reward you, right? He's literally telling these amps to go out on earth, right? Go out and do this. Go out and destroy this. Go and do it. And to be honest with y'all, it looked like they probably didn't want to do it. But because they had to. How many of you know that once you make a decision, you got to be stuck with it? And I sit and I think to myself all the time, y'all. I'm like, man, if them angels that follow Satan only knew what what they will be doing, right? I wonder if some of them wanted to just repent and go back. <laughs> That's my thought, you know, I don't know. But their job is to constantly conflict, yeah, be conflicted upon people, to cause havoc upon people, right? To cause sickness upon people. Listen to my voice. God says, daughter, I would never conflict sickness upon your body, that is a tactic from the enemy. That is a tactic from the pits of hell. That is not me, daughter. He said, think of me like a like a natural. He said, think of me like a physical parent. Y'all mother and fathers, right? Some of y'all, because I know that some of us have uh, parents that just don't wish us well. This is not the, this is not the statement of the message, y'all. I'm talking about. Parents who actually care for their children. Think about it. Because me personally, my mother and my father, they would never inflict a disease upon me. They would have never gave me herpes. They would have never caused my voice to be tainted into a way that I cannot preach the gospel. God says, look at me like that, daughter. He says, everything that's going on in your life, stop looking at it as if I brought on affliction. But my God, he said, no, daughter, that everything that the enemy meant for bad, I am turning it around for your good. Thank you, Jesus. <coughs> Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Oh, we're moving, we're moving, we're moving, y'all. Let me get something else in my, in my, in my throat, y'all. Give me one moment. Okay. 
Pastor, we know that the Bible talks about the enemy is the most craftiest. He is the most powerful demon that God has ever created. That we know that the enemy is cunning. We know that he is determined. Let me let me let me let me say something to you, prayer warriors out there, including myself. Let me talk to myself right now, also. Okay, not just you. The enemy is so determined to 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 cause havoc, to stop things, right? Can you only imagine that if he got kicked out of heaven and 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 he can't be where he was supposed to be in the beginning, right? But now he's being um kicked out and he's being made to just be here on earth to just call um destruction. Can you only imagine the, the determination that he's coming at the people? I just want to leave that little thought right there. Okay? When God says be on post he says, be on post, especially for your kids. Be watchmen for your kids. Can I tell you that the enemy is coming for these kids like never before? We have to be watchmen for our kids, y'all. We got to be watchmen for ourselves. We have to anoint our house, okay? I, for many of you, I'm being led to say for many of you, you need to get some oil. A lot of you, okay. Thank you, God. See, faith, God says, it is impossible to please me without faith. Uh-huh. And he said, if you get oil, you don't always have to go to somebody else to get them to pray over your oil. Okay? But, it, okay, this is where I would say you would, right? If you find yourself constantly living in sin, you find yourself can't get it right right now. I would advise you to do that. But if you cannot, if you are indeed on the track, right, you are indeed living this lifestyle of holiness. Can I tell you that you are powerful? Can I tell you that you can pray over your own oil? Let me tell you something. Repent. Go to the store and buy you some extra virgin olive oil. Place it in your right hand. And say a prayer over that oil. Oh, you send Holy Spirit fire to that oil. Oh, you plead the blood of Jesus over that oil. Oh, you 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 ward out any anything that's did not does not come from God in your house, out of your house. You hear me? Go around your house as soon as you listen to this um this this episode, right? God says there is favor on the now. He said there is importance on the now because, see, some of y'all don't invite spirits into your house, right? Because some of y'all be opening up your doors to just any and everybody. But can I tell you that your house is your sanctuary? Thank you, God. He has, he's still teaching me this, right? Because I be doing, I be doing hair. But see, no longer Will I do hair out of my house anymore? Right? Because see, the <coughs> thank you, God. No longer will I do it. Okay. When you invite people into your house and you don't know what's on them, that spirit will attach itself to your house. And for many of you that will, will that will listen to this message, God is saying to get that olive oil. 
and to get that spirit out of your house in Jesus name. You ought to walk through that house. You ought to play worship because can I tell you that anything the money cannot stand in the presence of the Lord. You open your house up as a portal unto the heavens of the earth. You open your house up unto God. I'm telling you what I know. You set your atmosphere <coughs> to where you welcome the Holy Spirit inside of that house, right? You walk through that house, every windowsill, every doorpost, door um, the phone, Jesus, the clothes, your purse, <coughs> the refrigerator, Everything that is in that house, including your kids, including you, your porch. Some of y'all need to anoint your yard. Some of y'all need to anoint your mailboxes. Uh huh. It's that deep. Some of y'all need to do it and do it as soon as possible. God says, root it out. God says, get it out. It does not belong there. He says, drive it out, daughter. He says, I'm giving you the, the power and the strength on today to get it out in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Okay. Back to the notes. Okay. So we know that the enemy is cunning and determined. Satan is a spiritual being. Therefore, he's able to see things that's about to happen before <coughs> uh, before we even know that it's about to happen. Now, because Satan is a spiritual being, y'all, he is a spiritual being. So that means that he can indeed see things that's about to take place. Some things that are about to take place in your life. This is why when the enemy comes up to attack you, it is to derail you from stepping into what God is about to place in front of you. Can I tell you that I feel that something is about to break out real great for me because the attack that's coming on my life right now is heavy. But can I t <coughs> My God. <coughs> Jesus. Can I tell you that the greater the attack, the greater, <clears throat> oh Jesus, the greater the breakthrough, the greater the gift is that my heavenly father, the greater the door is that's on the other side of this attack, right? Because the enemy is saying, oh, if I could just get her, if I could just taint her voice, right? I can get her to shut up. If 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 I can just if I can just scratch her kids at night, I can get her to stop talking about me, huh? If I can just get her to just shut up, right? She won't be exposing the kingdom of darkness. The enemy wants to just shut some of us up. But can I tell you, God says, God says no. God says you better shine, and He said you better shine bright. Through hell, sleet, snow, you better shine and you better shine bright. Some of y'all need the, oh, Jesus, my God. Some of y'all need to come out of that low place. Because, see, the enemy has tricked you. Uh-huh. See, the door is already there. So, for many of you, that door is waiting on you, have been waiting on you. For many of you, for months. For, for for several of you for years. 
There is a door that God has, God has ordained what your name in particular, what your name in particular. But see, the enemy came into your life and caused havoc in such a way that you stop praising God. That you stop praying. That you stop moving forward in God. That you said, okay, God, the enemy gave me sickness. I can't go no further. That is a lie from the piece of hell. Oh, I rebuke Satan. Ain't no, ain't, ain't, in Jesus' name. Uh, Satan is the father of lies. He ain't nothing but a liar, and the truth is not in him. Okay? A lot of y'all need to get back up. A lot of y'all need to get back up. I'm telling you. And I pray for your strength. I pray for your strength. In Jesus' name. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Y'all, I I have my notes. I'm sorry. I'm led by the Holy Spirit. I am. <laughs> Once he started talking, I started talking, okay? So, I have my notes, but... You know, there's things that, you know, I wrote in my notes that he wants to give me. So I'm just obedient. Okay. I'm just obedient. So you find me getting off topic. I'm sorry, but I'm not because it's the will of the father for this episode and we shall go forth. All right. So, okay, of course, this is why the warfare breaks out because he sees in the spirit some of us can't see in the spirit as of now. And he sees what we can't see. So he will try to bring stumbling blocks in our life to try to stop us from obtaining wealth. He will try to stop us from getting to our kingdom husband, to our kingdom wife. He would. <coughs> he will try to stop us from preaching the gospel. He will try to stop us from setting souls free. Okay? He understands the calling that's on your life before you even know the calling that's on your life. Thank you, God. So, God is taking me to this woman in the Bible. Um, I wish I could pull it up right now, but he just dropped it. Okay, so he he's taking me to this woman in the Bible when... When I said that, the enemy understands the calling on your life. God is taking me to this is a woman in the Bible. She was giving birth to a son that was so impactful and important to the earth. The enemy literally tried to come after this woman while she was pregnant and kill the baby. Because, hallelujah, thank you, God. That right there alone Let's you know that the enemy knew what was on that baby's life before that baby even entered into this earth. Hallelujah. So many of you, if you want that is just like, oh, I don't need to be praying over my child. Oh, I don't need to be doing this. That's a lie. The enemy will come after, will come after anybody at the age of. Of, of newborn, unborn, uh, still in the belly, still in the making, uh, one years old. I'm telling you what I know. 
the enemy came for my daughter personally before she was one years old. He wanted to implant a seed, hallelujah, in her mind, in her body. He wanted to deposit a nasty spirit within my daughter. But see, it's up to me to recognize what's going on, what's taking place so I can uproot that thing. Hallelujah. Okay. Thank you, God, for that. <laughs> okay. So he understands the calling that's on our life. And see, when he sees that, um, he will cause his camp. When he sees that you will cause his camp to be shut down, he will try. Okay. When I say try, I mean capital T-R-Y. He will try to bring negative consequences upon your life. Demons follow, follow us. They do. They follow our life. I even been told that there's a demon assigned to our life. And you know, I still had to do my research on that one, right? Because that was new to me. But demons follow our life. And many of you wonder why um, you go and you get um, a fortune teller or a card reader and they, they start popping out these cards and start telling you, oh, well, I see, you know, that you recently just had a heartbreak. But let me tell you why. Let me tell you why they're saying that. Because, see, these familiar spirits, these demons that walk around and try to attach yourself in your home to see exactly what you're doing. Right. Because you can't see them. See, see, God says, don't be ignorant, daughter, because he said, just because you can't see them don't mean that they're not there. Right. Some of us need to not be ignorant because, see, some of us got demons inside of the house that's that's literally walking around. That's literally trying to figure out our next move. That's literally studying us. Hallelujah. A demon will study you. Right. And see, this is how a lot of you think. That tarot card readers, that, that palmists, right? The ones that read your palm, right? This is why y'all think they're so accurate. No, baby, that's a familiar spirit. That's a familiar spirit giving them insight. Because see, just like how God can bless and give power, the enemy can bless and give power. You have to know which source you're getting it from, Right? We all know that all sources is not good sources. I got to speed up because we on 34 minutes and I got more notes here. Okay. All right, God, let's do this thing. It might be a part two because I know they're going to cut off at um one hour. Hallelujah. All right. Okay. Now, back to what God says. God says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Now, my question is, back to the beginning, how can you be on fire in a world where you're constantly being opposed by a spirit that you don't even believe? Some of y'all don't even believe that, that negative spirits are just here. Some of y'all don't even believe that Satan is even real. This is a place of ignorance that he would love to keep you in. Some of y'all don't even believe it. Some of y'all don't even believe it. Jesus, let's go deeper. The Bible says, give no foothold to the enemy. Many of you are living your life in a way where the enemy is welcome in your home. He's welcome into your marriage. He's welcome even in your mind. And you're giving him the foothold. What does it mean giving him the foothold? Okay, if, if, if. 
Giving him foothold in your house can mean if I invite if if my house because <clears throat> my house in real life is a whole is a house of prayer. My house in real life is a house of holiness, right? My house is my sanctuary, right? So if I let the enemy in, that is because I allow a unclean spirit to come into my house. If they start drinking, cussing, fussing, that is now inviting that into my house, right? The Bible says, give no foothold. If you're in a marriage and you're constantly um, going against your husband, you're constantly talking outside of him. You're talking mean to him, right? You're destroying your head, right? Or, or you step outside of your marriage and you cheat. That is giving the enemy full access to your life. The Bible says, give no foothold to the enemy. I was telling my daughter the other day. She was on her knees. She was growling, right? She was growling to my little boy, and he started getting getting scared. I, I gave her a perfect example. Hallelujah. I, I went in that room. I said, Royale. I said, the Bible says, give no foothold to the enemy. And y'all, I talked to her like that. She's four-year-old. But can I tell you, I done raised the whole prayer warrior. Raise those kids early. The Bible says, train up a child in the way that they should go. So when they get older, they will never depart. Hallelujah. Some of you moms need to know that. Some of you moms need to start training up your child. And, And a lot of you cannot train up a child if you ain't even trained up. Get into your word. Get into post. Get into position. But I went in that room. I told her. I said, Royale, the Bible says give no foothold to the enemy. I said, you see this door? I I swung that door open. I said, you're letting him in, right? I said, you're letting him in because you're acting like him right now. She just started acting like him. I said, Satan, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. I closed that door. I said, Royale, keep that door closed. I said, keep it closed. I said, don't invite him. Don't try to act like him. Don't do anything that would try to imitate him. I said, you are a child of God. You act like one. She got it. (laughs) She got it. I thought, see, a lot of us may think talking like that is just too much. But no, can I tell you, if you train, if you train... Let me tell you this. Every household trains up a child differently. Can I tell you that if you train up a child from from birth to study biology, that child will excel in honor and biology by the time that child is 18 because that child knew nothing but biology all his life. Can I tell you that if you're like this with your child with God, if you train up your child in God, if you read the Bible with that child, the many of you, the Bible, the, the app store, your app store has a Bible app for kids every night. God, and it is, I'm telling you, you would love it. Your kids would love it. This is a great way that they can get introduced to God. 
It's called Bible Ki- Bible app for kids, right? And it has a man on it. Not the one with the man and the little girl, but the man. And it takes you through like a journey, right? And it's cartoon. And, and it lets them play a game up there, right? It lets them touch things. But it gives them the word of God. In their form, right? And in their in their um comprehension. So every night, let them go through it. If you're one that you you're having struggles or having a hard time knowing about God yourself, let that be something that you and your children do at night so that you both can learn about God. Hallelujah. So the moral of my um, message is do not give Satan authorization into your life willingly. Do not do it. It's important to know about um, to know about what we're doing, why we're doing it. That is important. <clears throat> Let me see here. Give me one moment, y'all. Okay. Okay. Give no foothold to the enemy. He may be sneaky. He may be slimy. But we shall overcome this by being aware of Satan's devices. How can we be aware of his devices when we don't know who he is? When we don't know his job. When we don't know what he's he's here to do. Right? And so I hope that this episode has been um, eye-opening to a lot of you. Um, I do thank you for tuning in. I do thank you for listening. I love you.